Welcome in to the Saturday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas and Stephanie here. We are so glad to be back. Stephanie, hi. How you doing? Hi, Thomas. I'm doing well. How are you doing out there on the I, East Coast? I am doing great. I am not leaving any tracks that anybody could find this week. It's been a busy one around here. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And hopefully you had a wonderful birthday celebrating. Oh, I did. And I'll tell you what, the thing that just lights me up is the course is just doing amazing. Our folks in our Facebook group sent me some of the most beautiful flowers. This is how stuff rolls around here. All right. So they sent these flowers and, <laughs> okay, Thomas, get through this without getting choked up. And they were roses and lilies. Oh, my son and his wife have been expecting their second child, my second grandchild, who is already named. You want to guess her name? It's not Rose. Mm. It's not Rose. Is it Lily? It's Lily. <laughs> uh, I love that. Lilies are my favorite flowers. And so I've been out of town this week, and I get back and to a message that it looks like they are going into labor a couple of days early, and you and I are recording this on Friday and by the time this airs, Lily will probably be with us. Yay, congratulations. Is that not just, so the folks sent me these flowers, and it was kind of condolences for my friend Mike, and then happy birthday, and little did they know, welcome Lily. Oh, <laughs> so that's like... perfect. How sweet. And now you've got another Scorpio addition to the family. Well, they'll have to deal with that. I'm not going to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set up our question for today. And this is a listener who is saying that when the sun gets activated in her sign, which is for her is Aries, and when the moon passes through Aries. I am dealing with a lot of Aries imbalance. And so I'm just kind of curious if this is a common pattern, if we are challenged as individuals during these times when we enter into our sun and moon signs. I'm so happy she brought up this point. This is such a great question, and I don't think this is talked about a lot. You know, we've heard about solar returns in traditional astrology and what that means and for a year ahead. But as far as medical astrology, what do solar returns signify? And what about lunar returns? Because she does mention that she has some things that come up for her, and she finds those times to be a bit challenging. So a lunar return is something we all have monthly. And it is when the moon returns to the same location as it was when you were born. So it is like having a personal new moon every month. And as we know, we have solar returns every year right on or the day before or after our actual birthdays. And that depends on if it's a leap year or not. So each of these returns brings different opportunities and energies. And I want to talk about lunar returns being a perfect time to dive deeper, go into those challenging things that pop up and those energies and work with them. So this is the best time to gather that personal insight and wisdom and really to take a day for yourself. If you can take the day off, that would be ideal. And not everybody has that luxury, but it, it can be a day where you feel a little bit more drained, maybe a little bit more fatigued physically. It, it's, it's definitely like an actual new moon where there's no light. So there's not as much of that energy as, say, a full moon. So kind of looking at the new moon day, your lunar return day, as a day to kind of take it easy. Don't schedule too much for yourself. And what I like to do and what I recommend is to 
start to track this. So if you look at your own personal moon cycle every month, you can start to see a pattern. So two weeks after your lunar return, it can be more of a time of taking it easy, kind of building that energy for the next month's forward push. And then the last two weeks that lead up to that lunar return are where you're going to have that energy, where you're going to feel that stamina to get things done. So by tracking this and journaling this, you can write down how you're feeling. So how things are coming up for you physically, what they're coming up for you subconsciously, all of that. Write down if anything pops up uh, around your body. That way you can really start to see what comes up and how to best schedule things. You may need to schedule, let's say you want to do a big run or uh, like a CrossFit kind of challenge. You really don't want to schedule that right around your new moon. You would be better to schedule that a couple weeks later. And then solar returns, on the other hand, are a once a year vitality boost. So the sun strengthens its studies and it increases our vitality and that vital force. It's like a battery recharge. So this is the time of year when you're going to feel the most physical energy and be ready to tackle any external things that come your way. I also want to point out it's interesting to note that we have our half birthdays as a significant thing that you want to track as well. So six months after your actual birthday is your half birthday where the sun is exactly on the opposite place from where it stood on the day you were born. So you may feel very drained on this day. Um, Once again, it could be a day before or a day after, just kind of depends. And you're really going to need to take some time off. So knowing this in advance, scheduling a couple days of downtime is incredibly helpful. Now, if you're younger and you're pretty healthy, you may not notice this as much. Uh, but I as I definitely notice this, especially as I've gotten older, uh, right around October since I'm an Aries. Uh, it's it's not the best time for me. <laughs> and and then right around my birthday, I always feel this big boost. So these are just kind of fascinating things to take a look at and track for yourself because we have lunar returns every month and it can be incredibly empowering to know your energy levels and things that might come up for you uh, throughout, throughout these times. And once you get in that pattern of tracking them, it can really illuminate and, and help you understand some of your habits and some of the ebb and flows of your energies throughout the time. So you're saying that what she's experiencing is not only expected maybe from the chart, but do you feel that too yourself? Yes. Yes, I do. I am definitely very sensitive to the lunar transits, uh, my own personally, and then just in general, when we have our new and full moons in general, I feel those a lot. Now, it could be that she is maybe more sensitive like myself, and so she notices a lot of this. She's also doing the work, which is awesome and amazing, so she's kind of noticing when things start to come up for her. I think that maybe some people may not notice some of the subtler energies of Luna, but they will definitely feel a burst of vitality on their birthday. Do you think the moon on the opposite side of its natal position has an influ- an extra influence to it? Yes. Great question. Great question. Yes, it does. So it's not as strong as, say, the solar opposition. That is definitely a very big, you will feel that. Absolutely. But when Luna is opposite, where she is natally in your chart, you may feel a little bit of tension and pull in that area of your life. So for me, I have a Capricorn moon 
and then cancer is my opposite. So when the moon goes into cancer, those themes get illuminated and they're brought up stronger for me. So things around home and emotions tend to kind of be, and it feels more watery for me. And and it's a little more difficult for me to handle because my own moon is in an earth sign and it's more grounded and not as emotional. So it definitely brings up the opposite themes. And I think I don't know. How about for you personally? Do you ever feel like when the moon is in Aries, it triggers your own Libra moon a bit? Well, I've been looking at this and thinking about it since you were talking about it, and I'm going to start tracking it. I'm going to do exactly – I'm going to be doing the homework that we're talking about Yay. here. <laughs> so I like this little app called iLuna, and mm. it's on the both both platforms. You can get it on the iPhone, and you can get it on the Android it might be a couple of bucks. I don't think it's much, but it's a great little app. It's simple. It tells you where the moon is, but it also has a really good calendar that gives you not only the moon phases, but you can see the, the signs of when the moon is going into the sign on that day. So I've already gone in for the month ahead, and I have marked the 14th is when it goes into Aries, and the 29th is when it goes into Libra. So I'm going to track it and I will report back in December. How about that? (laughs) Yes, excellent. I love it. Yes, please do. I want to hear your perspective on this because this is something that over the past year or so I've started tracking for myself. Um, and I, I do it the old school method, but this app sounds fantastic. So if you like tech, you like using apps, this sounds pretty convenient. I just would write it out in, in a little journal, just kind of old school and write down things that were coming up for me. And I've really noticed a lot of patterns, especially around when I have my lunar returns. So I think this can be a really uh, powerful tool and it's simple. It's something you can easily see. Hey, where's the moon right now? And how am I feeling? You can check in with yourself. So what she was asking then is, do other people experience this and is this normal? And I think the conclusion of this, of what you've put together here is yes. Yes and yes. yes. Is that right? <laughs> yes, that is right. Yes. That is right. I think that some of us might be a little bit more aware or notice. We notice a little bit more and we're more sensitive, uh, like it sounds like this listener is. And then some of us, maybe the signs are there, but we're not fully paying attention to them. So this can be a really great way to check in and track for yourself and see, all right, what's coming up for me? Is Is this something that's coming up a lot and I maybe ignoring it or it's really subtle so I'm not noticing it but it is something that comes up every month for me that can be an incredibly powerful thing to learn about yourself all right so I encourage everyone to track their learner returns and then also on your birthday if you can track how you're feeling just even if it's a couple words because sometimes on birthdays there are a lot of powerful things that come up on those days of transformation and themes that you know looking ahead for the year what do you want to focus on what did you focus on the last year so these are very powerful times and physically as well if we can work with the energies it can it can help in a lot of areas of our life well having just had one i can attest that this one was amazing you felt that recharge yes definitely i love it definitely awesome All right. Stephanie, thank you. This was, wow, what an eye-opener. Thank you, Thomas. And thank you to the lovely listener who sent in this question. We are just getting some great questions. So please keep sending your questions to us, speak pipe or email. We would love to get them. And you have an email now with fun astrology in it. 
Yes, that is right. I do. So it's Steph, S-T-E-P-H at funastrology.com. So you can send your questions directly to me or you can send them to Thomas as well and do the speak pipe if that's easier for you. All right. We'll take all of the above. Stephanie, thank you so much. Hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you, Thomas. You as well. And enjoy those beautiful fall colors out there in North Carolina. 